0: Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L in LOCKED, then the number 15, and you'll get 20% off your next Built Bar order. You're Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, March 23rd. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, please be sure to go and subscribe to the podcast. It's free. You can go leave me a review if you want as well, wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go follow the Locked On Blackhawks Twitter page. It can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks. It's got some really good Blackhawks content being posted there every day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Tonight, the Blackhawks are finally back in action after a couple of days off. They only played once over the weekend. That came on Saturday afternoon against the Tampa Bay Lightning to cap off that six-game road trip, which hey, certainly did not go the way the Hawks wanted it to. They finished up the road trip with a one and five record after losing four to one to Tampa on Saturday. And during those six games, the Hawks were outscored twenty-six to thirteen. A lot of lopsided losses. Six to one to Dallas, six to three to Florida. 4 to 2 and 4 to 1 in Tampa Bay in their last two games. So, hasn't been pretty here recently for the Hawks. Um and I also uh I talked about it a little bit on the show last week, even in the one game that they came out with a victory in against the Dallas Stars. They only mustered up 16 shots on goal in that game. They were outshot 30 to 16 by Dallas that night, but somehow, you know, they were able to squeak a couple softies past Anton Kudobin and uh, wound up with the four to two win. So really, in all all six of those games on the road, they were they were pretty forgettable efforts by the Blackhawks. Just they just have not been doing enough well right now to be deserving of better results, especially against some of the the better teams in this division. You know, um, the Hawks they're they're playing a very boring style of play. They can't seem to get anything going offensively right now. Even Alex DeBrink and Patrick Kane have seemingly gone cold, and that's kind of been a worry I've had for this team all year, because the the secondary scoring really hasn't been that great, so I, I've been thinking, you know, when when Kane and and Kat struggle, it was bound to happen at some point, you know, they couldn't keep up that pace forever, um, but when that happens, who's gonna step up for this team, and, and who's gonna be the one to... Make a game-changing play in a crucial moment, and so far that that just hasn't been happening in the last few games. I mean, only 13 goals in the last six, and only one game with more than three goals during that stretch, so... Uh, I know it's been against Tampa and Florida the last four games, two of the better teams, le- let alone in this division, also in the entire NHL, but you gotta keep in mind, we get those same two teams once again down the stretch of the season in late April, and... With the way it's going right now, I have a feeling those those are going to be pretty meaningful for the Blackhawks' playoff push, so thinking about that, it's it's definitely not all that encouraging to see how they played against the Lightning and Panthers last week down in Florida. The, the defense, honestly, it hasn't been horrible. The offense hasn't been doing their part. The defense hasn't been horrible. There still has been some, you know, some breakdowns and some miscommunications, but, uh... I think the problems more so have been with the lack of offense that the Blackhawks have been providing right now. Um, So they're going to have to figure that out, uh, figure some of that out in a hurry, though, and make some adjustments rather quickly because tonight, once again, they will get the Florida Panthers. They're headed back up to Chicago for yet another two-game series. It feels like the Hawks have only played, you know, these two teams from Florida for the last few weeks. But... uh, at least tonight, you know, they'll be back on their home ice. Still, unfortunately, no fans allowed at the United Center for a time like this in the in the year. I really wish the Madhouse could be rocking to, to get the boys going and get the juices flowing. Hopefully sometime soon. It's kind of crazy to think that not only I haven't been to the UC in, in over a year, but most people, uh, basically ev- or everyone I guess now hasn't been to the UC in over a year. For me, it's been like a year and a half. Just... Crazy how everything's gone down here, uh, in in the last 365 plus days. Anyways, tonight 7 p.m. Central Time, Blackhawks take on the Panthers at the United Center. And the Blackhawks, they've they've really struggled against Florida this year. Oh, three and one in four games, but uh, they have yet to play up in Chicago. That's that's one thing that um ha- has not. Taken place yet? All four, all, all four meetings have come in Sunrise so far. So a big one for the Blackhawks back on their home ice. They've allowed 20 goals in the four contests against the Panthers and been outscored 20 to 11 in those games. So got to figure something out here and now. You know, we have seen this team a couple of times already now, four times in total. And I hope Jeremy calliton is able to make the proper uh, adjustments in the game plan and everything because. This losing skid really needs to come to a halt. The Hawks are now 14-13-5 and five on the season, losers of six of their last seven games. And as a result of that, they are now deadlocked with the Columbus Blue Jackets for the fourth and final playoff spot in the Discover NHL Central Division with 33 points. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are my thoughts on the significance of the Blackhawks putting an end to their losing skid at home. Coming up in just a moment, I will take a stab at the Hawks starting goaltender and their lineup for tonight's matchup against the Panthers. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Lockdown Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by subscribing to Lockdown Today, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished up sharing some thoughts on the Blackhawks' recent losing skid and their game against Tampa Bay on Saturday. Moving on now, per usual, just want to quickly go over the Hawks' projected lineup for tonight's game against the Florida Panthers. So, right now, there is a big question mark about who will be in goal for Chicago because during practice the other day, for the first time in a while, we saw Colin Delia get some reps with the boys. Of course, you know, the controversy's been that the net has been manned by Malcolm Subban and Kevin Lankinen for the majority of the year because both got off to such tremendous starts. So Delia, he's only made two starts himself this season, one against the Lightning, which was the Hawks' second game of the season, and then the following game, the third game of the season, against the Florida Panthers. So. Right now, (laughs) we're on Game 34 this season, at least for the Blackhawks, and Delia hasn't seen any action since Game 3. Now, I know a lot of that, as I said, is due to the early success that Lankin and Subban found, but I do feel like this much time on the bench for a young goaltender like Deals, it, it was just a little bit odd. He had that conditioning stint down in Rockford. He didn't play well at all in those two weeks down in the A. Um, so uh, just a weird situation. I know the other guys the other two guys were fantastic, but look at what's happening right now, you know, both young netminders, Lankinen and Suban, they've they've been far from fantastic to say the least in, in what the last two or or three weeks now. And that has that has everyone kinda looking around going, Well, h- who's gonna get the start tonight against Florida? No one has the hot hand at the moment. Lankinen hasn't been good. Subban's been poor. His rebound control's just been dreadful. Not what the Hawks want it to be. So, it's a weird situation. While I don't expect Delia to get the nod tonight, this is the first time in a long time where I wouldn't be completely shocked for him to get some action. I do think Lankinen will get the go against Florida tonight. Subban was not good on Saturday versus Tampa. But I do also think there's a pretty good chance, at least in my opinion, that during the six-game homestand for the Blackhawks, Colin Delia will make his first start since way back on January 17th against these very same Panthers. As for the rest of the lineup, though, still early on in the morning here, so... The morning skate for the Hawks has not occurred yet, but if I had to guess based off what happened at practice yesterday, according to Ben Pope, got to give a shout out to Ben Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times, one of my favorite Blackhawks beat writers and a former guest here on the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, not a big deal. But according to Ben, uh, the Scratches group that split off for more practice after a uh, the regular session ended yesterday. Those those scratches were Colin Delia, Lucas Walmark, Matthew Highmore, Kirby Dock, and Ian Mitchell. Walmark and Highmore, not surprising there, both were scratched on Saturday down in Tampa Bay. But Mitchell, that could be an interesting development tonight because Nicholas Bodan, Madison Bowie, Lucas Carlson and Wyatt Kalanuck were all just sent down to Rockford following that six-game road trip, while Alec Regula was called up from the IceHogs. He's the only defenseman right now on the Hawks' taxi squad, so if Ian Mitchell does get scratched against the Panthers tonight, then we would have to assume that either Regula is in line to make his NHL debut, or... The Hawks are going to recall one of those four defensemen rather quickly prior to tonight's game against the Panthers. As for the Blackhawks' line combinations tonight, I think up top, we are going to see Alex Dabrinkit, Dylan Strom, and Patrick Kane because the top-line center spot, it's just been such a weakness for this team lately. I mean, come on, David Kampf, he's not going to get the job done up there. No knock on David Kampf, he's just not a top-line center. The problem is, I know that the Hawks are wanting to give Dylan Strome looks at the wing right now, but I just don't think we can afford to do that. I think Strome has to go and play center on that first line at the moment because we've seen Cat and we've seen Kane struggling. Um, And we even saw Coach Carlton go with that trio in the second half of Saturday's game against Tampa Bay because the team just wasn't generating anything offensively. So I do think we see the return of Kat, Strom, and Kaner tonight against Florida. Then, the second line, I I don't think it's going to change. We've seen Brandon Hagel and Dominic Kubelik on the wings for the last handful of games, maybe 10 10 or more. Um, I would like to see Pia Suter get bumped down there, but, man, just two goals and no assists for Suter in his last 12 games. It's been a tough stretch for the Swiss rookie as of late, so... I do think we will see David Kampf ultimately in between Brandon Hagel and Dominic Kubelik on the second line for at least the start of tonight's game. Then, the third line, I think that's where we find Suter along with Matthias Janmark. Ryan Carpenter's been the guy manning the third line center spot lately, but I personally... Would really like to see Carl Soderberg jump back up there. He's been very effective on both sides of the puck this season. He's not been bad at the faceoff dot. And he just, there's no doubt he has more offensive upside than Ryan Carpenter does. So I would like to see that change from Colleton tonight. But I also, oh, you know, I know how it goes. I wouldn't be surprised in the least if Carpenter remains between Yanmark and Souter on the third line against Florida. Last the fourth line, Philip Kirishev's recent struggles have him slotted all the way down there. Um, lately, he's been skating with Carl Soderberg and Reese Johnson. But Reese was actually just recalled to the AHL along with all four of those young defensemen that I just mentioned a moment ago. Um, but if you also if you remember earlier, according to Ben Pope, both Walmark and Highmore were part of the scratch skate yesterday after the team's practice. Now, I'm probably going to guess that Highmore will be in there tonight over Walmart. That's the simple decision with Johnson out. But if Ben's right and both are out tonight, that means either Brandon Peary will be getting another look in the lineup or Michael Hackerainen or John Quenville will be in there. So... Definitely something to keep an eye on during the pregame warm-ups for the Blackhawks tonight because we have no idea who's going to be in on that fourth line with Reese Johnson now down with the Rockford IceHogs. Then, quickly, on defense, the top pairing recently, it's been Duncan Keith and Connor Murphy, but they have not been very good. Keith, especially, was just horrible down in Florida. I think he was on the ice for every goal that Tampa Bay scored in that series, at least he was he was on the ice for six at least, so I think we could be in line to see some changes tonight to the defense. Not sure uh if Mitchell actually will be scratched or not, but if he is in the lineup, I do think it, it's a pretty good uh pretty good chance that he'll be back up there on that top pairing with duncan keith but so could- so could Adam boquist though because really these pairings they've been all over all over the place throughout the course of the season so with this, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait and see what the Hawks do at their morning skate and uh, kind of let that project out better to see what the mindset will be on the back end tonight against the Florida Panthers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are my thoughts on the Blackhawks' projected lineup tonight against Florida. Coming up in just a minute, I will talk about forward Kirby Doc continuing to practice with the team during his rehab from wrist surgery back in December. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market that we have been telling you about for some time now. Bilt Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, and high-fiber protein bar that is made out of 100% chocolate, and right now is the best time to find out which Bilt Bar flavor is the best, because it's Bilt Bar Madness, a full-on bracket with each and every Built Bar flavor to find out which one is the best. So be sure to check it out. You can do so by going to BuiltBar.com or you can also check out Built Bar on Twitter. That's at Built underscore Bar. And don't forget about our exclusive promo code, which is LOCKED15. That's one word, LOCKED with a capital L and then the number 15 to get 15% off your next order. One more time, that's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BiltBar.com. And be sure to check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best-tasting protein bar. I also need to talk to you all about BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and for college basketball, it's the best time of the year. March Madness is upon us. We're heading to the Sweet 16. Things are getting crazy, and also, for those interested in other things aside from sports, Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. Head on over to the website, or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today. And don't forget about our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, that you can use to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Get the upper hand in your fantasy league with daily fantasy hockey advice from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis to keep you ahead of the competition. So be sure to subscribe to Lockdown Fantasy Hockey wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I just finished up sharing my projected lineup for the Blackhawks tonight against the Panthers. Now, before I wrap up today's episode, I definitely wanted to be sure to talk about former third overall pick Kirby Doc continuing to practice with the team. On Monday, Doc was once again out there with the boys taking part in some drills, and he actually looked, you know, pretty comfortable shoot, shooting the puck around, and uh, he was redirecting some shots in front of the net. I re- uh, I retweeted uh, a tweet by the Blackhawks. It was Kirby redirecting one past one of their goaltenders. It was the first time in a while where it looks like he he was just having some full movement in his wrist, and he just was really comfortable out there. So the progression, is it's pretty clear. I definitely think that Doc will be suiting up for this team probably by mid to late April, barring any setbacks or anything, quick knock on wood real quick. Um But the most significant part of this to me is that Doc is practicing. Um, according to head coach Jeremy Colleton, he confirmed that Doc is practicing. He- he's cleared to take a little contact. It doesn't seem like it's full contact just yet, but for the most part, He's been a full participant at practice, or damn near close, so while the team's struggling right now and they've lost six of the last seven, they're reeling a little bit, at least we can go and look back at the bright side and know that our future face of the franchise is going to be back with the team rather soon. As I said, he's starting to take some contact, he's going full speed out there through some drills and... It only seems like a matter of time before he's back out there on the ice with the Hawks trying to help his team make a push for the playoffs as we are now officially under 25 games left in the 2021 regular season. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, March 23rd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to subscribe and to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free Right now, on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast. The NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Lockdown NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast, so be sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL wherever you may get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my strictly Blackhawks account, at Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, feel free to email lockedonblackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.